If you only have a 401k, you're not getting the most for retirement. Wait, what? Add a Robinhood IRA on top, then they'll boost it by 3%. You can do that? And if you transfer in any retirement account, you get 3% on top of that. Is there a limit to the match? No limit. Robinhood Gold gets you the biggest contribution match of any IRA on the market. Sign up for Robinhood Gold at Robinhood.com slash boost by April 30th. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Match on transfers subject to additional terms and conditions. Robinhood Financial LLC, member SIPC. Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. If you only have a 401k, you're not getting the most for retirement. Wait, what? Add a Robinhood IRA on top, then they'll boost it by 3%. You can do that? And if you transfer in any retirement account, you get 3% on top of that. Is there a limit to the match? No limit. Robinhood Gold gets you the biggest contribution match of any IRA on the market. Sign up for Robinhood Gold at Robinhood.com slash boost by April 30th. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Match on transfers subject to additional terms and conditions. Robinhood Financial LLC. Member SIPC. Two interesting stories on my journal online this morning, both of them alluding to coup d'etats, which is worrying, bearing in mind what's happening in West Africa, right? In Niger, most recently. So, Ibo Kwanza said on our show, he talked about how um, he considers members of the current government to be unresponsive. He was talking about the Cecilia Dapa debacle, right? And he said that, you know, these people used to be his friends. You know, he shares ideology with them. He talks about how he's a liberal democrat, so he, he tends to align in ideology with many of the people in the NPP government. They used to be his friends. Now, they don't pick his calls. But he didn't make it about himself. He said that, if you think about it, if they are not picking his calls as the editor of a national newspaper, then how responsive would they be to the average Ghanaian who doesn't have access to them, who never had access to them? So he's pointing out that they are becoming detached. They are becoming unresponsive to the people. And these are the conditions that existed when Rawlings led a coup. So he's you know, pointing out the clear and present danger that if governments continue to detach themselves from the people, these are some of the things that can happen. And we are seeing examples of it happening in countries close to us, countries bordering us. Yaon Sako talks about the same thing, how bad governance can lead to coups. And you know, sometimes we think these things are far away from us. But coups are not done by multitudes, not by stadiums full of people. It's usually by one team of people who sit up late one night, smoking cigars, talking about how annoying things are, how irritated they are, how much they have lost through no fault of their own, how hard life has become for them in spite of how hard they are working. And then they think about it and they decide, you know what, nobody will fix this for us. We must take matters into our own hands. Then they stub out the flames of their cigars, pick up their guns, call their friends, and it doesn't take more than 50, 60 of them to overthrow a government. That is what has happened in our history, our history here in Ghana. And this is, if there's any place in the world where history repeats itself consistently, it's Ghana. 
I will never forget when I <laughs> when I started this job. And anywhere I was taken to and introduced, people would say, "Hey, so right now, Joy, if you are not called Kujo, you can't host the morning show." Do you see how quickly we turn things into traditions here? I'm only the second Kujo ever to host the morning show. At some point, we said, "If you are not called John, you can't be president." This is how easily the Ghanaian mind turns some singular occurrence into a tradition. So me, I'm telling you that if people are warning that the kind of attitude we are getting from our leaders is making it attractive for a coup maker to step up and do what we don't want them to do, somebody needs to listen. But the people who are required to listen are the ones who are detaching themselves. Ayaka. It's the politician's thing, isn't it? Uh, I think we get to this point in, in political administrations where you say uh, they are detached. Mm. It's, it's like they don't care or they say totally the opposite of what is happening. Mm. Um, they are out of touch. It's something that we, ex we experience with, I think, all the administrations. And when parties are in opposition, you can have these conversations with them. They get it. But as soon as they get there, so I don't know. Is this is there something with being in power? Is it is is this something to do with the power that makes them unresponsive? And this is a man, Abel uh, Konsa is a man who's lived. You know, he's lived through the Rollins era. He, he's lived through Kufour, uh, and and he aligns with the ideology of this administration. By the way, as in the NPP government. So if he says what he's saying then somebody must really be listening. But you ask the question, are they really listening? Mostly out of touch. They think we are, we are regime changers. Mm. That's it. <laughs> you know, the thing about a coup d'etat, mm. I mean, the thing about a coup d'etat is that, first of all, there must be grounds for it. And, you know, um, if you hear the experts talk about it all the time, the reference always made to insurgencies. You, know, you, you, you can actually disagree and say that's no one. But... If you look at insurgencies, there must be grounds for an insurgency. An insurgency is always backed by the middle class. So look at it from, I mean, look at it from the Foucault theory of uh, you know, Fidel Castro, as something that doesn't work and would not work in today's world. Uh, if it worked, uh, you know, I mean, uh, Che Guevara wouldn't have been murdered. Now, if you look at insurrection, you've seen the military take up weapons and overthrow governments. But like I stated, because you would need the middle class to join, and today we've had a conversation about Ghana's middle class. They're very quiet. We've asked, where's the middle class? Now, one of the things that could happen in, in today's Ghana is when you have mass protests. Now, we saw it in, so the Arab Spring, the much started Arab Spring, started with mass protests. I mean, one man's set himself on fire and then they triggered mass protest and you know led to the president of Tunisia leaving and then it went moved to other parts by the time we got to Egypt you realize that uh, you know he didn't want to go but he was forced to go my point I'm making really is this having looked at the situation in Ghana the kind of protest you need it just doesn't look like we're interested it doesn't look like, as a people, where, I mean, we, we, we will talk 
Even the people that you expect to complain about the conditions are hiding behind the phones and sending you information. You say, go and talk. That's what they do. And so, look, because there's the feeling also that I can come to power, a lot of people would wait patiently. And I've spoken to a lot of the middle class who have said, oh, in Ghana, I know it's a two-term thing. I mean, after two-term, another party will come. I have, uh, I'm convinced that nothing will change in this country. So what I'm going to do is that after two terms, I'll vote for the next party. Uh, they should also come and fleece the state. And I'm like, oh, really? So based on all of these things, yes, I mean, people may always be scared. I have heard a lot of the young people make the point that, oh, uh, we, we need... We need uh, you know, a reset as a country, so there should be a coup d'etat. And the older ones have reminded them that you were not in this country when mm -hmm. the coup d'etat happened. Have no idea what so you're if wishing. you know what a coup d'etat is all about, you would not wish for a coup d'etat for this country. And whenever these old young ones have been told what the old ones went through during the coup era, they keep quiet and say, oh, okay, then let's wait for the next change in government. But if we ever need a change, that change should start from our minds. That change should start where we say, enough of the dopoli, if we don't like it. Enough of the dopoli. Because the moment, you see, once you send the right signal to politicians that you can't take us for granted, they won't take you for granted. Yeah. But if we reduce it to, if it's not MPP, then it's NDC. If it's not MPP, then it's NDC. The big man comes and knows that, oh, after eight years, I'll be leaving office. Let me, you know, gather enough money so that when I leave office, I would enjoy it, wait, and come back after eight years and enrich myself again. The NDC man would think the same. And, would, and today you would have, uh, you know, uh, smaller parties being pro-NDC or pro-MPP. If you don't want a problem in Ghana, you say, oh, I, I belong to the CPP, I belong to the PMC. But then you are pro-NPP-CPP or pro-NDC-PNC. I mean, that's our reality. So, I mean, listening to uh, Christine yesterday, I mean, we, we may do, be doing a few things right here and there when it comes to our security, but the reality also is that sometimes, just sometimes, these protests could be spontaneous. Mm. You may not know where it begins. Could take just one person. And then it starts. Well, I mean, so let's you, be very careful. Okay, I mean, I, I'm wondering whether you're saying that, you know, that because, because of the factors you've mentioned, so actually there is no risk of you know any kind of uprising so uh, you know politicians can continue to be t detached i haven't said that okay because i i've got to say i mean in the past we've seen protests which did not lead to coups we've seen coups that did not come from protests so it's, there's no real formula to this thing all it takes is the right people to get angry enough so if I mean to be perfectly honest, the, 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 yeah, we have to change. We have we need a change of mindset, but that's long term. Short term, the thing that needs to happen to keep us safe from coup d'etats, which nobody wants, well, nobody in his right mind wants, is that these people need to <laughs> reattach themselves to their original purpose as politicians, as leaders, which is the people. They need to reattach themselves to that purpose. Stop serving themselves and start serving the people. In the short term, that is the only thing that can happen to avoid an unpleasant surprise, if you ask me. That's just my view.
If you only have a 401k, you're not getting the most for retirement. Wait, what? Add a Robinhood IRA on top, then they'll boost it by 3%. You can do that? And if you transfer in any retirement account, you get 3% on top of that. Is there a limit to the match? No limit. Robinhood Gold gets you the biggest contribution match of any IRA on the market. Sign up for Robinhood Gold at Robinhood.com slash boost by April 30th. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Match on transfers subject to additional terms and conditions. Robinhood Financial LLC, member SIPC.